Welcome back to episode 79 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all three, all three at the same time. Here, I've got the stuff, and manager can too, if she returns, when she returns, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So, here we go, let's get to... The playlist that was on Friday, I know I said I was going to do two episodes Friday, but someone got sick, I had to take care of them, it was a long weekend of watching a bunch of things, and uh, just relaxing and making sure everybody was alright, so let's get into the playlist on Friday, the playlist on Friday, so let's get it started. Starting off with The Highest Step in the World by Adam Young, This is Home by Blink-182, Helena Beat by Foster the People, Rough Riders Anthem by Mr. DMX, Lost Teenagers by Dragonette, All to Myself by Mariana's Trench, Bomb.com by Astro, Safari USA, The Last Thing on Your Mind by Lights, While I'm Alive by S-T-R-F-K-R, can't say it, has a explicit name or word inside that have it all by jason mraz wheels down by adam young cold by corn because we are fools by denisha insane kiss with a spell by angels and airwaves old friends by coldplay endless fantasy by anamanaguchi here we go again by big little lions out of mind out of sight by wilco yankee bayonet i will be home then by the Decemberists, and ending it with 70 Excuses by K9, or K9, <laughs> oh my god, I'm kind of speaking, I'm kind of speaking fast, because I'm trying to wrap everything up, and I'm gonna try to do maybe two more episodes today, but let's kick it off, so I said that I watched a ton of stuff this weekend, starting with a bunch of Christmas stuff, so instead of watching full movies, we watched a bunch of little shorts, starting with a Charlie Brown, a Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't remember growing up watching this as a tradition, so this was kind of a first for me. However, I do know that world. I do know the Peanuts world. I do know some of the characters. I'm not a full-pledged fanatic, but I do know the main gist of it. And it's a sweet little, uh, sweet little mini-movie, I should say. Uh, I think Charlie Brown is a great character. I love how he's in, he's always in a dilemma and he's never fully happy. I love that because, you know, you don't want everything to be perfect for your main characters or for, uh... You know the people that are the main the main driving force of either a show or a movie you want them to have flaws you want them to be uh you just don't want them to be perfect so i love that he's he he goes to like the, lucy as a psychiatrist and he's saying that he knows he's supposed to be happy everybody's happy especially around the holidays especially around christmas however he's not and I love that. It's a kid's movie, and this character is going through that dilemma. 
That is a big, big, heavy topic. And for them to do it, it's really nice. It's really nice. And I love how, I think the thing that this movie and this world has is characters that people could relate to and unique characters. They definitely don't have the best animation. They don't have, say, the top line, say, of Disney movies or DreamWorks or any of these over-the-top, like, big, huge budget movies, which I don't know what the budget was for this, but they have a certain type of animation that suits these characters, and that's what it has going for it. I, I, I also must say I have a Charlie Brown tree in my house. It's that little tree with just one red bulb ornament. And it's just so cute. I think that all these characters have something about them that make them likable by people. The only thing I wish that it had was I wish it had the adults talking because I love when they go wow 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 <laughs> I love it um I love that part of the peanuts world but they did not have that in it it is I thought that it, I could have I would have liked it to be a little longer I think it ends in a kind of an abrupt way like, right when I'm getting into it, it's kind of like, ooh, here we go, and now it's over. So that those are my only downfalls to it, but besides that, I think that it's, it's a really well-put-together short. And if you're going to show your kids something, I would highly suggest this one. Now, on to the next one, which is a movie or another short that I grew up on. I used to watch this movie all the time around the holidays, especially as a kid. Obviously as a kid, I don't think. After watching it this time, I don't think I'll be watching it much more unless, you know, someday I have kids or something, but Frosty the Snowman. Oh man. Oh man, this cartoon is, it's a bit rough. So this definitely does not have the top-notch animation, but I do have to remember that this was made during a different time, an earlier time, and, you know, you gotta work within your budget, and you gotta make things work, and sometimes that's making decisions where you have to do what you can to, to make it, and, and I totally understand that. The problem with this movie is that it seems so sloppy and cheesy and not in a good way it I don't even think it really has to do with Christmas I mean it's just Christmassy because there's snow and there's a snowman and there's decorations and things like that but besides that I mean you just have a magician who has a hat that unbeknownst to him can make Frosty come to life and when he does he wants to take the hat back, which then will make Frosty not exist anymore. And it's kind of like a chase. Frosty has to find his way to the North Pole so that he won't melt. 
and the magician is after him. And then, of course, Santa comes in and basically takes Frosty to, I guess, the North Pole with him. And the magician still gets to get presents from Santa because Santa gave him an ultimatum. If you take the hat, I won't give you any more Christmas presents. So it's a very bizarre one. I mean, and the thing that is, I think everybody will recognize when they see this movie is when Frosty comes to life, he goes, happy birthday every single time. I I don't understand it. I, whatever. I mean, he comes to life. If, If he means like happy birthday to me, that's okay. But it just seems so odd. I was shocked by this because it's funny how things work. As a kid, I remember watching this nonstop. And there comes a time in your life to where a flip or a, or a switch gets flipped and you realize, oh, wow, this is not as good as I remember it to be. And it's funny how that works because that works with practically everything in life you know you do it as a kid and then at some point you're like "Ooh, I don't like this anymore or like that's not how I remember it something along that degree and uh yeah by myself I won't be watching this one (laughs) again um but it was a nice throwback I mean it's always nice to see kind of go back in your memory box you know let me go back and see what I used to like however besides that there's really nothing to offer here if you have small kids it's harmless and I would say uh, show it to them and they'll probably have a blast with it but it's by no means for kids and adults I mean if you watch it over and over and over you probably go mad And now, let's get to the third one, which is a little interesting because, as I said, I was taking care of someone and they fell asleep and I started watching this this other short that was on a streaming service. I think it was Netflix. I could be wrong, but I think it was Netflix. And you know how it, once you finish something, it recommends something else. And if you don't press stop it just automatically goes well anyways I couldn't move because the person I was with was like keeping me in the same spot and I didn't want to wake I didn't want to wake them up so I got caught watching Santa and the three bears now this was made a few years after Frosty the snowman so the quality was a bit better however it it hits the same issues that Frosty has. It's it's just that there's so many other things that are better. There's so many other things that are better. And uh, this story is basically... Uh, wow, there's a ranger, and then there's a mama bear and two cubs. And the ranger tells the cubs about Christmas, which makes them not want to hibernate. So the mama bear and the ranger set up this 
scenario to where the ranger would come and deliver gifts so that the cubs wouldn't be disappointed they'd get the whole idea of christmas and that you know once they get once they did that they could hibernate however the ranger gets stuck in a snowstorm however the the presents still get delivered by who you would guess the real santa claus and by the time he reaches up there in in his uh santa costume and delivers his gifts they're you know they've already been visited by the real santa so i like the idea that it has that whimsical feel that yes there is a real santa claus i i love when say a movie or a sitcom they play around the idea that obviously you know when you get to a certain degree or a certain age santa's not real anymore however then they turn the tide and they they do some type of twist to where they do do the whimsical way and they do show that something mysterious either happened or something special happened and the real Santa did actually come. I love that type of story and that happens in, well, this movie, Santa and the Three Bears, and then um, I would say every other sitcom has done this. Um, the one coming to mind is Home Improvement to where to where Mark is the youngest brother and there's two other brothers and the and the older brothers say like, ooh, you still believe in Santa Claus, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's not real. And they say, ooh, it's just Wilson, their neighbor, in a costume. And then Wilson comes up, or comes over, and he is in the, in the garb. Or uh, he hands over some Christmas gifts. And then he leaves. And then the next second, you look over, and Wilson, their neighbor, is by his house, like, over the fence. So, yes, it was the same actor, but they gave the illusion that, yes, it is Santa. I, I love that. I love those ideas. Um, to keep the... To keep the uh, the childhood within all of us. You know, you gotta have that. I, I mean, I don't know. Yes, it's it's sensible to be like, yeah, there is no Santa. And, you know, we all know how it works. But then there's also that other side to where it's like, you know, you want to believe. And you want to you wanna believe that special things could happen, miracles could happen. And I, I, I don't know. I think that's what makes this season, like, the season that makes people happy uh but uh going back to that movie uh, just there's a reason why i never heard of it before santa and the three bears there's a reason why i've never heard of it before so out of the three i would highly suggest watching charlie brown charlie brown's christmas I, i think that's what it's called a charlie brown's christmas i would highly suggest that I wouldn't suggest the other two unless you really have some younger kids or you're diving deep. You're diving deep 
into the Christmas material and you need to find new content to watch. So, go out there, watch some Christmas movies. This is the season, and this has been episode Sans Soissant is enough of Les VOTP.